Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have some exciting news. I am having, hosting an amazing event in downtown Los Angeles, California, and I want you to be there. It's an all-women's event. And obviously, seating is limited because it's, it's a small space and um, we want to make it as intimate as possible. But here's the thing about it. This space is so killer. It's on the 51st floor of this building in downtown Los Angeles. And I would be so honored if you could attend. We will be having these amazing speakers that are going to teach us about money, about mindset, about movement. And imagine being in a space with these leaders where you get to get to know their journeys and their tips and their hacks to be the best version of themselves. And you get to be the best version of yourself as well as you attend this amazing event. So I have a link in the show notes. You can just sign up. Obviously, it's limited seating and the price will uh, go up in March, but uh, you have an amazing opportunity to get that discounted price now until the end of February. Just know that that is like my Valentine's gift to you. So like I said, it is on March 18. It's an all-day workshop where we get to talk about money. We get to talk about mindset and manifestation. So I can't wait to see you there. And like I said, the link will be on my show notes so that you can register very easy peasy, nothing complicated, and know that you're in good, great hands. And there'll be some raffles and um, a lot of exciting things are happening. We're working out the kinks in terms of the agenda, but rest assured, it's going to be top-notch, first-class, and you are worthy of having it all. So come and join us that day. And uh, without further ado, We have an amazing podcast today. 
you'll be listening to Amazing Friends, Veronica Franco, by, back by popular demand. And we also have a new guest. Her name is Rose Elena Sauceda. And they're going to be discussing with us about mentorship. And so without further ado, here we go. This is Rose Elena Sauceda and Veronica Franco. Hi, welcome back to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have Rosalena here and Veronica Franco, and we had been discussing earlier about just who they are and then also how they're just like the biggest badass amigas who handle their shit in mentorship and leadership and just really, really the best connectors known to man and to woman. And so I'm excited to have them here. So Rosalena, this is your first time with me. Welcome. Welcome here to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you for having me, Jackie. Absolutely. You've, you've been on my mind. You've been on my radar. And so I'm so happy that I have you here. And Veronica, as always, I'm like, I'm like, Veronica, you need to be on it too. <laughs> <laughs> always here at your disposal, my queen. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Aww, so, oh, so Veronica Franco for Provident Title Company. Okay. So we are here to discuss how does one get to be a mentor? Because before you're a mentor, we're mentees, right? We're novices. We don't know what the heck we're doing. So I know, Rosalina, you've been a mentor for a long time. But before we even jump on the call, you were talking about you were searching out groups to be a mentee. And then in the end, you ended up being the mentor. So I really want to dive really deep with that. So tell me, you were working in a managerial position, right? Correct. Yes. And yeah. so, yeah, just uh, to give uh, amigas out there some perspective, what were you doing at the time as a young woman in your career? Well, I mean, managing has always been my style. I, from my first job at, at McDonald's, my, you know, I was able to, um, I love my job at McDonald's because, you know, at 15 and a half, me and my best friend were waiting to. We'll get, you know, had our work permit and we we're ready to work. And what we did is, is, you know, we started off as cashiers, but I would always ask people, oh, can you help me with this? Can you, you know, can you, I would ask people to do them. So then what happened is my store manager took me aside and, and he says, Rose, I love the way you ask people to do things and people listen to you. You know, you're, you know, it's the way you connect with people. So, so without knowing, you know, I was able to, to, you know, move up in the corporation with, you know, as a manager and also like an assistant manager. So what I did and throughout my career after, after, you know, several positions in my twenties and, and also my thirties, I got an opportunity to also become a manager or a team leader in a lot of different positions. So when I was worked with the top executives at Bank of America, I also learned, you know, different way of a style of, of management. So I always was a, able to listen and I always pick out the best in different people. And I said, well, and whenever I become a manager again, I want to have that, that style. And I wanted, wanted to make sure that people that worked with me or under me enjoyed what they did. So so I, I believe, you know, things through your journey in life, you know, you work on your, your, your best attributes, your best talents, 
And I think as, as you develop in your 20s and also in your 30s, then everything starts combining. So the, with the mentorship, I've always loved managing people. And I always put myself in positions like, like I can, I, a team leader or, or knowing what needs to be done in a group of people. So I think that's where I really enjoyed being, you know, knowing my strength and knowing my value and being able to share it with other people. One thing about myself, I'm not one of those hard ass, Matt, you know, bosses, you know, I, I try to bring out the best in everybody that I connect and which also leads to my, the relationships with people, the expectations, you know, I always see a employee or a person that's going through a difficult time. And then I try to bring out the best in them. So I think that's one of the, my best attributes and I'm able to um, see, I see the potential in other people. And I think a lot of it had to do with how I, people that were my mentors, because you know, they saw the, the best of me. So in turn, I go ahead and, and as I've, I've gotten older and matured, I've been able to do that. Because whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and sometimes in your 50s, you know, you value somebody else's opinion, but somebody else's opinion that you trust. So as I develop, I've developed friendships or, or relationships, you know, whether it's been an elite, through a leadership role or whether it's been through a sales role, I always make my, whoever I'm with feel comfortable. And what I do is I share a little bit about me because what you see is what you get. And then I'm able to make that person come feel comfortable. And I, I see what, what they need, bring out the, and I bring out the best in them. So, and I mean, it's, it, I think it, you know, as I've learned it in the new word, it's emotional intelligence, where I really, you know, to me, I, I lead by example. And I also lead by through my heart, because it's like, I, you know, my expectations aren't, it's like that person, I, I see what they need and what challenges. As you know, I was part of um, NLBWA for about 10 years. And during that time, it was during the after the the, the um, financial crisis. So a lot of women go, were going through transitions of either, you know, restarting their careers again and then, and then having the opportunity to start their own business. So with my past experience as a, you know, branch manager and a business client manager helping businesses, I was able to um, help them transition to, to you know, encourage them because I think that's one other thing also about mentorship. I think everybody needs encouragement and, and, uh, you know, a cheerleader or somebody that, that believes in them and it's going to be, you know, they're your number, your, your raving fan. So that's, that's something that I, I always try to do with whoever I meet and whoever I interact with. So, so. Wow. That is quite a lot. A lot that I want to unpack. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I there's so much. Um, let me start by the fact that you were 15 years old and you already knew you had this gift that's a manager at the time saw in you. How do you think, what happened or who did you see that 
Who did you emulate to have that gift in you of being a leader, of being this uh, supportive individual, of seeing the good in people, seeing their value? I mean, because at the age of 15, you're still young, you're still vulnerable, you're still, you know, being led. But you, on the other hand, you already had those gifts inside of you. Did you see someone? Did you emulate someone at that time? No, I think it it was more of um, just accepting people for who they were and just making, I mean, it's like the big thing, you know, there's no I in team. So if ever you need a goal or something together, I mean, it's about others. And I think whenever I'm in a team effort, it's like, okay, what do we need to do? You know, what are our goals and how are we going to accomplish that, you know? And the positions that I have, whether it's manager at, at my first job at McDonald's, you know, very sales oriented, very, you know, but I always made it a point to make sure whether it was a maintenance guy or whether it was, you know, another manager or whether it was a person doing the French fries or, or, or drive through, you know, it was, we all worked as a team. So I think it's been something that, that as a, as a young girl, I've had, I mean, some of my past is of growing up with my mom. I'm kind of more first, I'm more of an observer and I I kind of observe from others. I mean, I see, and that's how I kind of like, okay, this person is, you know, I identify their characters and I try to, you know, work with them and on their strengths. And also, I don't like calling it weaknesses, but I try to bring out the best in others. I love that. You don't call them weaknesses. You try to see the best in others. I really, really enjoy it. And I love that. And I think that it's super important, amigas out there, to acknowledge that we do not have weaknesses. Some of we, if there's something that we're doing and it may not be going the way that you want, it's not to be considered a weakness. Because whatever you're doing, it might be considered some benefit for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And Veronica, I know that you have a lot to share with this. Well, I think that what it is, is there's always room for improvement, right? And so I think that we have to reevaluate. I know you said it on your podcast at the end of 2021, uh, you went over everything, right? And the tips to have a successful 2022. And one of them was what didn't work for you in 2021, right? We got to fix, we got to let go of things. And I think that's that's important is when we re- we recognize we have some things that aren't are actually our strengths and so we just work with them and we still love love ourselves for what it is but so you know with Rosita I have to say that she is so authentic she has been a great mentor to me and you know I just want to share that she's opened up so many doors and I'm so grateful for that Rosita you know that you're such Mm -hmm. a connector you're so wise. You look beyond colors, sizes, gender. I mean, you just accept everyone. It is todo corazón. I've always said that, right? You just give so much love. And, you know, I just want to share that in 2020, when the pandemic happened, we all were uncertain, right? What was going to happen in our business? Like, is the 2008 going to repeat? Is the market going to crash? 
And so Zoom came into play, right? Technology. And so Rosita would say, Mija, just, you know, practice. Let's get on Zoom and practice, practice, practice this presentation. I'll set it up at my office. And so she really pushed me. And that was a game changer in 2020. I grew my business because I followed her advice and her mentorship, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I let myself, I surrender and I said, okay, I'm going to do what Rosita tells me to do. And so we would hold Zoom meetings, uh, have different speakers. And now I'm teaching her how to do a little bit of Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just want to thank you that you have been so instrumental. And I've always said that, Rosita, you've been so instrumental. You've connected me with so many great people. You've opened up the doors. And I always say, you know, the people that opened up those doors, don't ever forget them. So, you know, I, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because you are a big part of my growth. No, and, and I mean, I loved seeing her, you know, there was a part of me that I saw myself, you know, bright eye, she was bright eye and bushy tail and she's like, okay, <laughs> you know, connect her. And I, and I saw, you know, her leadership, but like, okay, taking it up to the next level. And the, that's the other thing. There's people that allow, you know, you have to trust each other and allow, you know, the, the advice, you know, as Latinas, I look at my role more like a madrina, you know. <laughs> You have, mom. you have your mom that's, you know, she adores you and, and you adore, but we also have, um, there's sometimes good times, but then also the friction because, you know, we are a reflection of a mom, but then you have these other ladies that come into your life as a, a godmother. And I know I've had, you know, a couple of us like, okay, I, I'm a true believer that people come into your life for a reason, a season and a lifetime. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have my friends from, from you know, grammar school and high, you know, high school that I keep in touch with. But through my journey in life, I've also met some fabulous, you know, women and males. But I, so to me, it's the journey of life. And like uh, Veronica said, it's, it's also being a mentor and being a coach because I see myself as a coach. Just like right now, you know, the Super Bowl part the Super Bowl's coming, you know, there's, there's some fabulous players, but then look at the coaches. So I really consider myself as a, a coach, a mentor, and also as a wise woman. I think when you come in, you start hitting your fifties, 55, you are that wise woman and, and you're able to share. So, you know, and I think my personality has always been nurturing and I, I, what you see is what you get. And, you know, as when I was part of um, NLBWA, you know, everybody says, Rose, you're the corazón of the organization because, mm-hmm. because to me, it wasn't about me. It was about my members. It was about my women business owners that wanted to take their business to the next level or start their own business. So it's been a journey. So now that I transition in real estate, you know, I do the same thing. You know, I don't, I have a, a team that I, I mentor, but I, but I also, you know, work with, with my broker Lupita and kind of, you know, like, like Veronica said, you know, I, I would, I go in her office and say, Hey, why don't, why don't we have cafecito time? Why don't we, because I think it's, it's people want that, you know, 
feel comfortable, feel, you know, we're all at different levels, but if you have the support of one another, and mostly as women, you know, you really have to come from your heart and support each other to try to take you to the next level and not bring each other, you know, and try not to bring each other's down because there's, there's enough business out there and business out there. And then there's enough, um, you know, for you to succeed. I mean, I, I love, I love what Veronica's done and how she's flourished. And it's like, you know, she's amazing. And, and, you know, she, she, you know, the more it's like, Hey, Veronica, try this or, or I'll show to come to me. Hey, Rose, what do you think? I'm like, go for it. What do you have? To, you know, why not? You know, mm-hmm. instead of asking yourself why, no, why not? Why can't you reach? And um, so I, to me, it's, it's about, I think mentoring is about the gift. And also, you know, it's really important. I've always shared, told people, you know, if you find somebody that you, you totally admire and stuff and, you know, that cross, don't hesitate to ask them, Hey, can you mentor me? Mm-hmm. One of the ladies that I met, I mean, I had a notary signing one day and, and, you know, the next, you know, I, I went to meet with her and it was, you know, Anna Maria, you know, as far as a Smith. And I mean, you know, I, you know, did her notary for her loan docs, but it was so incredible because she had such a family restored to share. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to put you, I'm going to connect you. I mean, and I'm going to make you big, you know, she was, she's already, but I love giving other people the platform and I can't wait to hear, you know, more of her stories and, and share her stories because I think if, what you're doing too, Jackie, is really important because you are sharing our stories and what we're able. I'm kind of a little bit, as much as I love giving, I'm shy. But then at the same time, what you're doing is fabulous and, and you're bringing out the best in everybody. And just your style of interviewing too, Jackie, that's, that's going to. So I also see very great things for you. Oh. Oh, thank you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my, my napkin. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, I love what you're saying that you're, I mean, obviously you are like the madrina. You are, you're the madrina and everybody comes to you for advice and look at Veronica, her saying all these things. And for me, whether, you know, I got to meet um, uh, Anne Marie, mm-hmm. and because this whole circle, I now she's going to be at our event on March 18 as one of our speakers, and it's just so beautiful how everything just started unfolding because it started with a conversation that you had, Rose, right? Mm-hmm. And who knew that your conversation with Anne Marie was going to lead to all these things mm-hmm. that follow through. And that's the thing, amigas out there who are listening. Every interaction you have with someone is a potential for it to blossom and grow into something that you have no idea. It's like a metamorphosis. It continues to grow and grow and grow like a butterfly, and it it learns to fly. And you just don't know, even the smallest of things. I mean, you know, going back to the McDonald's, I mean, something that small. Look at where she, where Rose is now. Now she's this big time mentor and has was a part of NL, NLBWA for a long time, and she supported so many amigas. And now she's in a different kind of role, 
inspiring and meeting women that have net worths of millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But that's because she allowed herself to be guided by her spirit to know that every, every human encounter is a blessing and is a way to observe and to connect and to lead with her heart. Because as she says, she's like, she's the corazón. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so NLBWA said that she was the corazón and she is the corazón. Right, Veronica? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, she's nothing but love and very nurturing. And I think that's what we are, we're drawn to you, Rosita, is because you're just so loving, yet you you have, you're a businesswoman and you have a long trajectory in the banking industry and now you're doing real estate. And I think that's admirable, right? How you pivot, right? You went out to real estate to helping out families and you're doing amazing and your clients love you. I know because I'm your title rep. (laughs) You know, and I see how hard she works for her clients and, you know, our business is not to, you know, it's not about money. Money comes and goes. It's about our purpose, which is to provide service, right? We come from a place of service. And so that's, you're in the right place. And I know that you're going to get a lot more clients this year because, just of who you are. You're so authentic and uh, you take good care of them and your intentions is to have, look out for their best interests. And I always say, you know, money comes and goes, but relationships don't and friendships don't. So that's one thing is over money. Nobody, no pasa nada. We're not going to break out friendships over that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also lead by example, you know, because people are watching you. People are, are and and people are, are seeing what you're able to do. I mean, like you, you mentioned, you know, my, you know, I'm very authentic. What you see is what you get. So I'm not going to pretend to be somebody I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's not always going to be about me. It's going about about you and bringing out the best. You know, I, I big little quote that I use is like, good leaders make great leaders. So as a mentor, as a coach, you know, it's like, okay, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, it's, oh, well, that person, you know, looking at, but as a manager and as a leader, you really have to be okay with who you are, but also be able to, to give and, but give and give selfishly because with no expectations back because it's, and, you know, yeah, there's times that people say like, Rose, you know, hook your horn or, or take it to the next, you know, it's about me. I rather, I'm not going to call myself Queen Rose. I'm going to let Veronica call me Queen Rose. Because you are, you are Queen Rosita. <laughs> you know, so, so to me, it's, it's not, you know, the, my journey, my mentoring, my, you know, being part of an art great organization that I was able to make, you know, grow and, and just connect a lot of people because, because probably that, that was one of the best things that, you know, happened to me. And that when I became part of NLBWA, it was during a transition for me too, because my banking job, the market, the financial market. So I really had to reinvent myself. So I had like, okay, what is it that I, I do best? You know, I had my background in banking and I wanted to help other people help take their business to the, the next level. So there are sponsorships 
through, you know, great corporate sponsors, you know, that, that I was able to bring in, you know, financial wealth to the organization and, and grow it, grow it to a, you know, a place where, where it was really successful. So, but I, I just think it's, it's great to mentor and, you know, whether you, whether you may mentor one, two persons, but it's about connecting with that other person and, and, um, and just sharing your stories and, and just supporting each other yeah. as women. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I think that for amigas out there who are, who are young, okay, because there's young women that are listening to this podcast, what would you want to have heard when you were young? And now, now that you're as a mature woman, you wish you would have gotten that advice in terms of mentorship? Well, I mean, I kind of grew up in the 80s. So, I mean, I saw a lot of women, you know, transition, you know, that whole generation where I worked with men, but the women had to work double as hard, you know, double. And I think us as women, that's another journey that we, we definitely, we give it all we got. But so I think it's just it, finding the support group. I find think finding the support people that are around your circle. And if somebody's not going to be able to serve you, then you move on. You, I always like every year, I always say, okay, you know, friends come into your life for a reason and then they leave, you relocate or they get married or, you know, just, ha- you know, have a start having a family. So then I always look at it. It's like, okay, who's one door closes, another one opens. But then it's also like this friendship is what is it going to also share? And like Veronica, you know, I probably been met her like two, three Sandra Williams was always like, you got to meet Veronica. You got to meet Veronica. And we knew of each other, but we were not connected until, until probably like three years ago. And, and, and it's been, you know, it's been a trend, great transition friendship. And she's helped me a lot, you know, through real estate because she's been in the real estate industry for so long. So she helped me navigate that. But in terms, I also saw the potential in and her to, to, you know, bring her, what she was able to create to the next level. I saw that shining star. To me, it's like finding that shining star and I want her to shine. Oh, <laughs> you're so beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so true though. It's so true. And I can agree with that because when I met Veronica at BNI years ago, I used to think I'm like, I need to get to know this woman even more because <laughs> at and that time here we are. <laughs> and here we are. I thought, you know, what a master networker. I mean, and always very obviously authentic, but very genuine and just with this ease and this grace to her. Mm-hmm. Like she leads with her spirit and that magnifies and so I think it's important for amigas out there to understand that if you lead from your heart, from your spirit, anything is possible. Connections are so, so much easier and so fluid, right? 100%. Right. Yes. Oh, how exciting. Oh, these two women, these powerhouses, we need to have them back up in this uh, podcast because we got more to share. But I know that everyone's time is so much is valuable. And so we're getting at the tail end of our conversation. And I always ask my amigas who come on to my podcast if they could give us some tips on how an amiga can handle her shit. 
<laughs> Rose, what do you think? And just be authentic, be you. People see right through you. And, you know, just if you're given, give, give from your heart, but don't expect anything back. But you'll, you know, people will appreciate you and, you know, love you back. It's what you give is what, what you give is what you get back. So whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, you know, whether it's a relationship. So just be authentic and, and the rest is history. And, you know, ask, ask people that you admire to be your mentors, because if they, I know when I used to do that, they used to say, oh my gosh, you know, they feel, they feel proud. And vice versa, when people have asked me to be their mentor, to me, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, sure, you know, and I'll put, I'll make the time or I'll, I'll, I'll help you get through, through whatever you're going through, whether it's your career, whether it's, you know, your relationship, because I, you know, we're sisters and we have to treat ourselves like, you know, treat each other with, with love and respect. So absolutely. 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 So my recommendation or advice to all our beautiful amigas out there is don't ever forget who got you to where you're at. Always go back and thank those that got you here. And that's one thing. Never, ever forget them because we didn't get here alone. Right. We have a tribe behind us Mm -hmm. and we always have to be grateful and gracious and for the opportunities, and those doors will keep on opening. Mm, Oh, I love that. I think it encapsulates everything about Amiga Handle Your Shit, because in order to multiply, we, we have to first come from the heart and, you know, be authentic about it, lead by your spirit, and bring everyone along with you. Because when you rise, all of them rise with you. Right. And not to forget, not to forget those that helped you along the way, because that is so important. I mean, how many, how many times have we been led? Like for me, I can honestly say as a lawyer, like who were my mentors who brought me to be a lawyer? Right. And I I have thanked them and, and and I continue to think. And now that I'm in this transition in my life, I thank Veronica all the time because I'm like, because of you, I get to do now what I love that. And that's just being on a mic and, and talking and just being authentically me. And so that's, that's the thing in the end, whether you continue in the same career, that's amazing or you say, no, I've had enough and you pivoted because it's okay. It's okay to change because everything, if it comes from love, anything is possible. Absolutely. I love that. Yes. yes. Well, thank you, Amigas, for being here on Amiga Hand Leadership Podcast. Thank so you, excited. Jackie. We love you. Jackie. Thank you, Rosita. Love you, yeah. Rosita. <laughs> Jackie. Thank you. I love you, ladies. Amazing, Amigas. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. 
Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.